Hey, I'm Cody. And I'm TJ. And welcome to this very specific episode of another generic entertainment podcast, otherwise known as AgeCast. AgeCast, the number one completely original podcast about everything pop culture. Movies, trailers, video games, the works. All included here. AgeCast with Cody and TJ. So, TJ. Yes? Um... Have you ever heard of, it's the thing that happens when you go to a institution for four plus years, you ever heard of it? Oh, the penitentiary. That's not a word, first Parole. of all. No. It starts with a G. Does it? Yes. Uh, the word that I'm looking for is grapefruit. Grapefruit. Great. No. Great on your salad, great in your steak. Don't put grapefruit. Or grapes into your steak. However, what we're talking about is graduation. Oh, I love that album. Um, as you might have noticed, in the year of our Lord 2020, graduating is a little not great. I don't understand. So, as we are both graduates of the year 2020 from a higher education facility inside of the hangar. Inside our hangar. Yes, yes. we have a higher education facility. We would like to extend a formal congratulation to every graduation man and woman and anything else. All people and all living creatures, congratulations. Yes. Uh, if you are a graduate, please tweet at us at AgeCastOfficial and you will get a special graduation prize. Please submit all fan art to our Tumblr page. What is that noise? Um, Somebody Somebody's banging on the door of the hangar. Because in case you haven't seen, um, Zombieland is real. <laughs> what is that noise? This is very strange. We are... This is not a bit right now. The I, wall is just clicking. We should cut this from the episode. We won't. We're leaving it in. Please don't. We're leaving right, it in. Skip forward uh, like another twenty-five seconds, people. It's still going. Fixed it. Okay. All right. Um. So what you didn't, if you're wondering why, um, it cut so suddenly, probably in the middle of a sentence. Um, <laughs> this is future Cody saying that our hanger decided to squawk at us, so we had to cut all that out. Um. But as we were saying. Tweet at us for a special graduation message from the heart. This episode of AgeCast is sponsored by Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, check out his new movie. Jamie Foxx on Jamie Foxx. Mass Singer. Jamie Foxx. It's not Jamie Foxx, is it? No, nope, that's Nick, Nick Cannon. Cannon. Um, so, in case you didn't know, this is the soft reboot. Of age cap. We're just gonna let this. We we actually don't think our audience is smart enough to understand that this is a soft reboot. So we're gonna let you know. We're just gonna let you know because we understand that canon is very important to all of our mini listener, and we just want to let you know that this it's gonna be a little different. It's gonna be. Hey, we're in uncertain times. We don't even know what's in our hangar anymore. It's true. And the the biggest thing that's changed is our main topic every week. Yes, is weekly now. Hey, um, don't actually expect weeks. Expect it daily. <laughs> daily. No. Um, 
We're now a mask singer podcast. <laughs> this is we are gonna through all the crazy reveals and theories. Please follow us on our new podcast. Ken Jong Age Cast for the Masked Singer. We're working on a new name. Um, so I know you. I know you all watched last night's episode, right? Didn't come on last night. Yes, just say yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, when it was revealed that Duckman was actually Bobby Warden, who <laughs> was actually Randy Orton of WWE fame, RKO out of nowhere. Yeah, he was Duckman. He sang the um, amazing hit Rap God by Eminem's, and I was surprised. Um, that was off docket, but you know what it is. Um, speaking of 2020. I'm speaking. Um, the world is different. Yes. Um, ever since Sonic the Hedgehog, the, Sonic movie. the Hedgehog the movie came out in theaters, things have been weird. And I get it. It was important. Right. And we'll get to that. We will be reviewing that movie very soon. Yeah, stay tuned. That's that's your little tidbit. Yeah, that's your little tidbit. You don't know when it's going to happen. You can't skip forward. You can't skip backwards. You can only continue. Live in the moment. Um, first off, we're going to talk about some of the pastimes that we've uh, been doing in a post-Sonic the Hedgehog world. Yes. Um, personally, a whole lot of YouTube. Mm-hmm. I've been watching... Oh, brother, not this one again. Yeah, this one again. Uh, I've been watching a lot of cooking channels. Um, I watch a lot of J. Kenji Lopez Alt. He's very good. Uh, Sam the Cooking Guy, Binging with Babish. Food Wishes. Alton Brown? Alton Brown, yes. I've made all of his quarantine recipes. And by all, I mean like three of them. That's all of them. I mean, that's basically all of them. I watch his live quarantine kitchens whenever I can. They're adorable. Yes. Uh, I listen to some podcasts. Oh, what's that? Is that a form of something? No, I've never heard of it. Okay. And also, um, play video game. I've been replaying the Halo series on PC. I'm halfway through Halo 2. So, yeah. The only game Cody has actually been playing is Code Vein. I've never heard of this. Just kidding. I like Code Vein a lot. It's well, like it's if a- Dark Souls 3 was easy and anime. It's fun. It's like if you want to play a Dark Souls game, but you forgot that you don't actually like Dark Souls, this will think make you think you like Dark Souls. Yeah, it's easy Dark Souls, and you know what? We need that in these, <laughs> try, in these, in trying, these trying times. times. Uh, so what have you been doing? Um, a lot of nothing. Okay. Uh, I've been watching, you know, actually, for most of my life, not most of my life, most of YouTube's existence... I have been an avid YouTube watcher. YouTube's been around for most of your life. <sighs> Don't tell me that. <laughs> most of my knowledge of YouTube, that's also, that's also most of my life. Yeah. I have been an avid YouTube watcher. I have actually, if anything, been cutting back on it. Mm. I am up to season 11 now from April 13th, and this is being recorded in the end of May, of Grey's Anatomy. Mm. simultaneously the worst show I've ever seen and a show I cannot let go of it is a it's a bad habit you can't cut you can't quit cold turkey on it it's a horrible show I love it <laughs> it makes me come back I laugh at it I never cry at the moments I'm supposed to cry the character development is all over the place there's no characters whatsoever I feel more for the one-off characters in a few episodes because they remember to give them a character 
There's no consistency. Nothing is happy in this world. Everyone dies. It is a bleak universe. But I was laughing my rear end off mm. at the Halloween episode in season 10. where they, Season 10? Season 10. The Halloween episode of season 10 riffs on the guy who did bath salts and ate a person's face off in That's Florida. That's really relevant. Yeah, back then it was. Yeah, the season 10. There's 16 seasons. You just started the show a few weeks ago. Yes, yes. Okay. I've watched well over 200 episodes. Okay. <laughs> I love it, and I hate it. Uh, aside from that, I've also played video game. I Final Fantasy VII HD Remake. Mm-hmm. Cody and I got it the same time, same day. Yep. He has not played it. I have not. And I have been trying to platinum it. I've never done that for any game, and I figured it's quarantine. I should do it. It's horrible. I'm doing this pull-up mini game, and all the walkthroughs just say good luck. <laughs> I played it for four hours straight the other day. I'm really bad. It's hard to beat the professional at pull-upping. All I'm going to say is get good. Mm. Um, I have platinumed Spider-Man, unrelated. Right, right. We just wanted to throw I that out I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, I have every trophy in Spider-Man, including the new ones that were added for DLC and... Uh, Ultimate mode or whatever New Game Plus is called. I don't remember. Um, well, yeah. We've uh, spent our time pretty well, I guess. But also, the world is crazy. Stay safe. Don't uh, don't be bad. Be good. That's the message. Care about everyone, not just yourself. It's a big hanger out there. It is. But it's really? a lot smaller than you think. That really makes you think. It really makes you think. <laughs> it really makes you think. Um, speaking of things that really make you think, um, the other evening, uh, speaking of YouTube, yeah. I uh, went on a deep dive mm. uh, through the dark, dark no, world of Kids Bop on YouTube. Oh, no. All I'm going to say is, please look up the masked Kids Bop girl. On YouTube, I don't, I and don't want to. enjoy. And by enjoy, I mean don't actually do this. Um, Please, for the love of all that is holy, anything that is left in this world that has an ounce <laughs> of respect in itself, don't do this. Uh, and speaking of things to not do, right? Um, don't go into public without proper protection. Yeah, people need to stop having a mask only cover their mouth and their nose is open like what does that do for you you might as well just lick things at that point wait has hcast gone woke hey i'm just saying um you could stay at home listen to us and forget your troubles or you could die that's true there are i mean dozen of episodes of hcast yeah you could just there's a baker's dozen of episode there's almost a day's worth not even close no <laughs> there's enough to make up one and a half extended cuts of Lord of the Rings movies. Maybe. Those are Maybe. Oh, I did watch all of those. I Yeah, I watched all Lord of the Rings, all the extended editions for the first time since high school. And I have only, now I've seen them all twice. I rewatched all nine of the Skywalker saga. Mm. Big mistake. 
Correct. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars needs to end, and it should have d- happened a long time ago. In the words of Bernie Sanders, no more Star Wars. No more Star Wars, please. Please. Um, you know, another thing you shouldn't do. What's that? Get into retro video games. Get into retro video games. Why not? What's going on? <laughs> People, you know, like you mm-hmm. and myself, yes. are in their own little hangers. Mm-hmm. They're bored out of their mind. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. We're physically in We're actually hangar, in a hangar. Yeah, you should Google it. We haven't leaved. We haven't left. We haven't leaved. We haven't even learned English properly down here. Correct. And we assume everyone lives in the hangar. Well, up here because we're in the hills. Yeah, we're in the but... hills. Yeah, we don't like to talk about it though. Yeah, I we mean, don't... the weekend made a song about it. It's a humble brag. Yeah, but we... prices prices are, are going up. Prices are going up. Let me let me um, let me give you a softball example right now. Um, I'll name a game. How about you pull it up on price charting? I can't type. <laughs> oh, okay. So, well, good thing we don't need to type because we looked this up beforehand. I'm just going to guess prices. <laughs> so, um, a little game um, that people enjoyed, mm. but I don't think is uh, sort of been that rare. The price is skyrocketing. Uh, it's a little thing called a uh, Nintendo World Championship gold cartridge. Alright, let me see if that's gone up in price <laughs> to the World Championship gold. Yeah, I feel like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a little game. Right, right. It's small. Nobody even likes it. I mean, it's it's like a hidden gem. Well, let's see. Um, What's it got on price chart? There has these been days? one sale per year. Okay. The last sale was in 2015. <laughs> So, the okay. price has not gone up, because nobody has bought one since 2015. Well, there we go. Um, and that sold for $26,677. Trump change. And it's before that, it's been going up. Um, whoever in 2009 got a steal, probably because it was a bad like copy of it, Yeah, for 13000 But they're all roughly around seventeen, eighteen thousand. 18000 It's not bad. Well, why don't we go for a game that people might actually want to play during quarantine? Okay, let's try Super Smash Brothers Melee. A game that I own. Let me say this, listeners. Uh, I have known this game to stick roughly around the $40 to $50 mark. And Smash Brothers is still going for roughly $48.32. Loose, actually. Sorry. It's gone up to $62.24. About five copies get sold a day. So people have been buying this like crazy. Um, let's do. Let's stick with GameCube. Let's try the Wind Waker. Oh, no. And keep in mind, Wind Waker had a re-release on the Wii U that is pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. It's got the Wii U re-release. And I- <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. That's the Metroid Prime Wind Waker combo. Mm. I was about to say, we... Do not want to mess with that. All right. Okay. Um, for just a disc, mm-hmm. it's about forty dollars. That's not bad. Complete fifty-five dollars. I remember this game a few years ago, just going around the thirty-five mark. Yeah. Um, I looked at my uh, GameCube collection when I was around it a bit ago, and. I got both uh, Super Mario Sunshine and Wind Waker from a GameStop. I remember which one specifically. It's in the Rundown Mall. Uh, it's also in the hangar, remember? Yes, um, yes. The Rundown Mall GameStop in the hangar. 
And the price tag on them was fifteen ninety nine for Super Mario Sunshine, and I believe Wind Waker was nineteen ninety nine. Wind Waker did not have the original box; Sunshine did, and it had the manual too. So that's food for thought. Really makes you think. Really makes you think. You the theme know, of this episode is making people think. One thing I want people to know right now. Yes. The best deal I've ever gotten on a single video game. Okay. Animal Crossing on the GameCube. Yeah. Four years ago. Yeah. Bought it loose. Correct. Five bucks. <laughs> Got the case. Yes. Five bucks. Correct. Complete in box now. I have it. Averages to $75. Lord. And five five sales per day. Animal mm-hmm. Crossing has taken over the world. It it's has. not even that rare of a game. It's not even a rare game. Mm-mm. I have it loose. I've never played it. Nor will I ever. Uh, well, it's got some cool NES mods. But anyways, speaking of mods... Speaking of mods... Something I have been wanting to do during this um, special time, as we will now call it... Yeah, you've opened up a mod shop for cars. Yeah, uh, well, we really thought that we needed to get some ventilators in people's vehicles. Ooh, Tokyo Drift? Tokyo Drift. Sorry for interrupting your story. Oh, yes, continue. Yeah, you're continuing. Oh, <laughs> okay so anyways the wall clicking is back the just wall clicking it. is I'm back i love it. the wall clicking i'm not cutting it just go with it when i was a child about the age of four years old mm-hmm. on my birthday i received a purple game boy color and a copy of pokemon gold mm. my first ever video game system to myself okay Probably, you know, six, seven years later when I got my DS Lite, I sold everything that was not DS or a few Game Boy Advance games I wanted. And I kept my Pokemon games, thankfully. And I did not have this Game Boy Color. And, you know, for many years I thought about getting a Game Boy Color again when they were roughly, you know, five, ten dollars dime a dozen. But no, I decided now is the time, during our special time, to buy a Game Boy Color. And, you know... They go for like 50 bucks now. Just some of them don't even have the battery pack on the back. It's mm-hmm. just like poor quality Game Boy Color. So I've been on bid wars for weeks. And I finally got my my Game Boy Color. Not my original, but the great purple. It's the original. The original, yeah. Well, it had my name on it. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I feel bad for whoever bought it back in the day. Uh, maybe they cleaned it out of alcohol. But I did my first ever mod i put a backlight in it uh it was very simple process everything was already put in there i just had to like snap it in place and put a new screen in because it's a slightly smaller screen but also has a touch control to adjust the brightness it's very crisp and clear it's wonderful and the g the game boy color i got had a great stereo which is one of the first things to go out so speaker speaker yeah sorry Sorry, I'm a little crazy on the stereo. Mono sound. Probably, yeah. Okay, yeah, it probably is mono. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we, I actually just did it before this episode, and it is beautiful. It is quite impressive. It looks quite nice. It is a good color, even though the best color is the uh, lime green. I don't know if it's officially lime green, but that's the one I had I when I like, was four. I feel and like got, it's electric green. Uh, whatever. I got that, and Pokemon Gold is my first video game console. Wait, 
You also had Pokemon Gold. I thought you yeah. had Silver for some reason. No, I had Gold. I had a case with Ho Oh on it. Oh man, yeah, uh, it was really cool. The thing is, I love, I love Ho Oh, but because of the movie Pokemon Two Thousand, mm. I was like, Aunt Lugia is the best Pokemon, and I didn't know that when you beat the game, you could get Lugia, and I was upset that I couldn't get Lugia. But you did. You, didn't, you never got him. I never got. Him, I couldn't read. <laughs> like how was I gonna play the game? Actually, I just watched my mom and dad take turns playing the game until my dad actually deleted my mom's file, or he didn't accidentally. He wanted to play and he thought you could like. Mm. And he like found out how to reset it. Nice. And did that, and then my mom got very upset that she lost track. I did watch my dad beat the game, and that was fun. Even though it was my own console, I couldn't play it. I played the SpongeBob game. Oh, okay, yeah. That's, that was very bad. I think that's probably better for us as a society. We live in a society. Um, and speaking of societies, Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, before we get into the details, we just have to say, we saw this movie in theaters uh, months ago when it came out as the last movie to ever come out in the theaters. This is the, um, this is the movie where, you know... It's on tip my tongue. Okay, so we're in Baltimore, right? It's the 1960s. Uh, we're, no, that's hairspray. We're, we're in like some... That's tri- hairspray. We're in a shifting time in society. Nope. But the, we, there's still, you know, we separate by, by color on the s- different sides of the track. This is this is hairspray. But Corny Collins... Is that No, okay, James Morrison. Okay, <laughs> yes, I see the connection. Corny Collins is actually in love with Jean Grey... And, you know, Logan's not going to have any of this. This is a lot of James Mars. But Jean Grey says, hey, it's going to work out for us. Um, I'm going to kill you, actually. This is X-Men Last Stand. What about when he was Lois Lane's husband in Superman Returns? Returns. He never does well. He does well in Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie we're talking about. Oh, he does do He plays Donut Lord. Mm. Uh, Sonic is like, I'm Sonic! And James Marsden's like, okay... Thank and, you. <laughs> and then they go to San Francisco because it's a road trip movie, of mm. course. I wish they had gone to New York City so it could have fit into every good movie like The Smurfs, Crocodile Dundee, Masters of the Universe, probably. Uh, who else goes to New York? I'm sure one of the 500 out on the Chipmunks movies goes to New York. The Smurfs? I, it's the first one I said. Oh, The Smurfs. It's the very first Patrick one. Patrick Dempsey and Enchanted. Oh, Hop. Hop is the same movie as Sonic the Hedgehog. It even has James Marsden playing the exact same character, but nobody's noticed. Is he a cop in that movie? Probably. No one's seen Hop. I've never seen Hop. There's two of them, isn't there? Who knows? Didn't they make a second There's Hop? a second Peter Rabbit. I don't know if there's a second Hop. Wait, th- that Peter Rabbit's not Hop. <laughs> no, those are two completely different <laughs> movies. What are so many Easter films? What else are you going to put out on Easter? Yeah, you're right. Maybe you just spend time with your family instead of going to the movie theater. Wow, that's a that's deep. That's deep. That's the well. Hand. Now we can't go to the movie theater. So thanks for bringing that up. Speaking um, of the movie theater, yeah. Overall, uh, current news. Okay. Edgar Wright's Scott Pilgrim vs. the World will get a theatrical release, which means theaters are never opening again, and all of them are dying, <laughs> and it's never happening. Um, because good things are not allowed to happen. However, I give Sonic the Hedgehog. A solid 6.8 out of 10. I give it a chili dog out of Sonic Falling animation from Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Alright, and I think 
That's also that, the last movie I've seen in theaters. It's the last movie to ever be released in theaters. That's the law. No movie will ever come out. I thought out that again. one movie that nope. was like a horror film that it's nobody not a movie. liked. No, it's not. It wasn't a movie. What about, what about it was the, the last piece of cinema to be released in <laughs> theaters. Hi, my friend Marty Martin Scorsese to you. Um, he called me. He said Sonic the Hedgehog is the last piece of cinema. He did. Hey, this is your cu- your cousin. You know. Marvin, Barry, Barry, Marvin, <laughs> Barry B, <laughs> Springfield. That's a reference Seinfeld. to uh, uh, Back to the Future starring Christopher Lloyd. Nobody else. Nobody else. Nobody else. Of... Um, but to get into the meat and potatoes yes, of this please, podcast, please, please, we've devised a game. Um, what do we call this game? The game of this movie, excuse me, this game is a movie game. Mm. Um, that's the title. Okay, this game this, is a this movie game, game is a movie game, uh, specifically a Disney Channel original movie game, where we've been tasked at creating Disney Channel original movies. We have three to propose to you. The first one we came up with together. Yes. Um, then we have each individually come up with our own, and we haven't told the other about it until this podcast. Um, some ground rules. Mm-hmm. We have chosen uh, what year or era it'll come out in, uh, who would be cast, and we've put some thought into the main ideas and plots, and um, who knows how far we've gone to resolve the plots, because again, right. we yeah. haven't heard each other's. Maybe they'll be more complete, maybe they'll be more open to interpretation. I will tell you, I have a beginning and an end and the middle is going to be on the fly. Yeah, I don't have a lot of the middle part either because it's, <laughs> it's the filler. Who cares? Who cares? Um, this is probably how Hollywood execs make movies. They're yeah, like, basically we're saying Disney Channel hire us Yeah, because your latest films have been lacking. Speaking of Disney Channel, did you know they're rebooting another soft reboot? This is actually yeah. a hard reboot. Home Alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the new um, Macaulay Culkin. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin McAllister is going to be the child actor who played Yorkie in Jojo Rabbit. Okay, the little tubby kid with the glasses. Yeah, okay, He's, whatever. Who cares? I, I'm, I'm excited. Home Alone Five was the best one. No, it wasn't. Was Home Alone Four the one with French that's, Stewart? That's Home Alone <laughs> that's Four. That's what I'm talking Home about. Home Alone Five is the like 2007 one that has Crab Man from My Name Is Earl is one of the lackeys. Oh. But no French Stewart? No French Stewart. Unfortunate. French Stewart is in Community, where he plays a French Stewart impersonator. I mean, he's French Stewart, so that makes sense. Um, However... Inspector Gadget, too. uh, We're going to start with the movie that we made together Hmm. as a little lead-in. What's the year we're we're doing this? Are we going like 06, 07? Like 06, 07. Okay. Yeah, this is... We came with this off the cuff. This is really the whole reason we're doing Agecast. We came up with this months ago. It was, yeah, it was over a month ago at the very least. Um, basically, it goes like this. Uh, it stars Mitchell Musso and Jason Dolly. You might know them from other ventures as in the Hannah Montana show. Yes, Mitchell Musso played friend to Miley. And Jason Dolly is in Minutemen. And he's also... Friend to Corey and Corey, Corey in the, the house. house. He plays Newt. Newt, he yeah. He plays Newt, the guitar rock star. Um, Mitchell Musso is also in uh, Pair of Kings. 
Yes. On Disney XD, maybe. Wasn't he in a DCOM? Yeah, he was in one with Jason Dolly, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> was uh, that. He's Hatchick Pete! Is he? Yeah, he he's is in, in Hatchick Pete. Pete. Is he? I think he's in the other one with Emily Osment, too, where they like have to find her dad or something. Mm. Dadnapped. It's literally called Dadnapped. Is that where they were dating? I don't know. Remember no, they that? date in Hannah Montana. No, like in real life. Didn't they date in real life? I don't follow tabloid news. Oh, clearly. Um, we're getting a little off track. Um, so, TJ, if you'd like to set up the movie, um, like so, the opening scenes. So, opening scene, we're in summer camp right now. Mm-hmm. July to August. You know, school's about to start soon, but they the summer camp's been going on all summer long. And you see Mitchell Musso. Yeah. No, Jason Dolly. We'll say Jason Dolly. We'll start with him as the main character. Yes. Jason Dolly notices beautiful girl, Selena Gomez. I don't know. I don't think no, we can afford we her. We can't afford her. Demi Lovato. No, we can't be a named actress. Because uh, this is our only appearance in the film. 2007, Debbie Ryan, before she's on Sweet Okay, Life there we go. Okay. And she, he, he just says, oh, uh, Scarla. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> it's like I've been, I've been building up courage all, all uh, summer camp, and I'm finally gonna ask her out. Then we pan to Mitchell Musso. Mm-hmm. He says the exact same line, but it's a, from a slightly different angle that he's looking at Scarlett. Yes. The two ready themselves to walk forward to her until they accidentally bump into one another, mm-hmm. and they were carrying drinks to hand to Scarlett. Yes. And it looks like. They have peed themselves. Yes, that's the joke. And the whole camp, including Scarla, says, what a bunch of babies, and points to them and laughs at them. And they blame each other for ruining their chance to get with Debbie Ryan. Yeah, that's just one of the many things that will happen throughout this story. So, um... There's some other minor stuff at summer camp. This is just the... This is what sets the ball in motion. Right, right. So, it's... Summer camp's over. School is just about to begin. Um, Right. So, we've got Mitchell Musso, whose character name is uh, Zach Happen. I thought... Yeah, Zach Happen. We'll go with Zach Happen. Um... He goes and talks to his dad, who is a single father, and he was going to tell him about the situation with Scarlet or whatever, but he just said, like, oh, I met this cute person, blah, 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 and his dad's like, well, you know, while you were gone, I met someone, too. And you hear a, ooh, he's like, gross, dad. And this is news to uh, Zach Happen, yeah. because his mom's been dead for a few years now. Yeah, because that's how these movies work. Yes. Um... And some other little stuff will probably happen. I don't know. He's going to be mad. But, um, so Zach and his dad right, go to meet uh, this new person uh, who... Is a, it, it's, a, it's a male. It's a male, yes. This is the first uh, gay relationship for a DCOM. It's uh, very... It's pushing the boundaries. It's pushing the boundaries, yes. It's good stuff. Um, Zach is supportive of his dad. He really wants him to be happy. Well, the only reason Zach is supportive is because his dad told him that (laughs) his new partner also has a kid around the same age. And because Zach's a weirdy, he is hoping that it's a girl. And that she's hot. 
Yes, mostly the second part. So, uh, they pull up to... It rained the night before. It rained the night before. Let's say it's a video arcade. That's a thing that's in <laughs> okay, movies that doesn't actually doesn't exist. doesn't actually exist, yeah. There's like a, a, da- a DDR ripoff that you can see from the yes. entrance. So, you see Zach and his dad get out of the car. They park at the road for some reason. Right, of course. Um, there's bad parking here. There's bad parking. It's Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> um, and you see Zach's dad waving towards uh, his new partner. Um, and next to him, all you can see is there's flowing, solar... flowing blonde hair. And there's a glare because you can't see anything else. There's a glare so you can't really see. Um, but... The person turns around, it's Jason Dolly. And that's when a car drives by and splashes a puddle into Mitchell Musso's face. And he goes, huh? Right as there's a vibra slap in the score. Um, So Zach's new partner walks up and says, meet my son Chance. Oh, this is my... And then uh, Mitchell Musso's dad says, oh, this is my son, Zach but his friends call him Happen. <laughs> and this is where we get to the title of the movie. Happen Chance. And that's when the Good Foundation song Build Me Up Buttercup plays. And we have, we have a pan to the school and it says three days later. And um, like you see the school, people are going to it. Mitchell Musso's dad drops him off and says, Now Zach... I want you to be nice to to Chance. Because he's a new kid at this he's school. He's a new kid at this school. And me and Mike, Mike is his lover's name, Yes, are, are worried about him. And we think, you know, you have some cred here. And he tries to be cool. And, yeah. and Mitchell, Zach goes, Dad, Dad, whatever. What is cred? We don't say that anymore. It's 2006. And then he gets on his... Um, What's a 2006 uh, thing? His Motorola Razor. His Motorola <laughs> Razor. And, like, text his best friend, IQ, who is... <laughs> IQ! IQ. <laughs> who is the comic relief of the movie and not white. Doesn't matter. Just has to be not white. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he texts IQ and... And he's like... IQ's like... You gotta get here. We're doing more morning announcements. Oh, because they're on the morning and, announcements, and yeah. He goes, and Trish Schuyler is supposed to be your co-anchor. And now, uh, Mitchell Musso's character knows that Trish Schuyler is the prettiest girl in school. Yes. And available for homecoming in a few months. And this is his perfect opportunity to get closer to him. Yeah. He runs... Runs to the AV school. Some teacher is going to come back in the plot. Says, slow down there. Happen. And he makes it in. But who does he see? Instead of Trish Schuyler? Chance. Chance. Chance Shaw. Chance Shaw is now his co-host. He says, oh, I'm sorry. Trish Schuyler came down with a... She lost her leg in an act of freak accident. We're just going to be crazy with it. She transferred schools and doesn't want to be seen by anybody. I'm taking over. Uh, and that's when um, Chance gets the idea to call their little morning announcement show, Happen, Happen Chance. Chance. Um, a bunch of little stuff happens. They grow as friends. Um, probably something happens with their dads. Their dads say, 
hey, it's 2007, we're not ready to actually be a gay couple. They get on a boat and it sinks, but they're, they like have to go get them. Something like that happens. And in the end, because we can skip most of the yeah, boring you know, stuff. Yeah, you don't need the rest of the movie. Yeah, in the end, they're friends. They're brothers, even. They're brothers, even. And then... Their dads die. Nope. Nope. Zach looks at Chance, Chance. and says... <laughs> whoever thought whoever thought the two of us should become friends and chance says must have been happen chance and then the credits roll the- to a um a song by the <laughs> by the british group s club seven i don't know why but it feels right and we pan out for that classic Tulsa, Oklahoma skyline. skyline. That's Happen Chance. Uh, That's the one we came up with together. Uh, (laughs) If you want to fund this movie, please send us an email at agecastofficial at gmail.com. We will make this movie. It will be good. Even if it's by Happen Chance. Um, Now for our individual ones. Remember, we have not heard each other's, so that will be interesting. Oh, well, it's Mr. Walt Disney himself. Yes, that was Walt Emanuel Disney. Um, so now, TJ, would you like to talk about your movie first? Oh, Mr. Disney, we just have two movie pitches and we'll be out of your hair. No, right, point. I'm dead under the under the pirates of Oh, that that's strange. That's that some, is pretty strange. We didn't know that. <laughs> so, the year of our Lord, two thousand seven. Disney okay, Channel, so you're going in the same era. Disney Channel announces that in the May-June slot, the Disney Channel original movie will be Fair Use. <laughs> Starring Kyle Massey <laughs> as Trip Kane. Kiki Palmer, his, his little sister, Julie... J.B. Lynn Spears, who plays Jen McDuffie, his childhood friend, who might turn into a love interest. Frank Oz. What? Fresh off of the Star Wars Episode 3, with nothing left to do, he plays the gullible but lovable Principal Stevens, who just wants Trip Kane to notice him. Okay. You're, you're aware that Kyle Massey's brother was in Zoe 101, right? Yeah, that's how he got connections to Jamie Lynn Spears. Okay. Because <laughs> he funded this movie. Yeah, he funded this movie. Okay. Shia LaBeouf, before filming for Transformers, this film took a little while, so he didn't know he was going to take off yet. Okay. Shia LaBeouf plays Clark Jordan, an intern <laughs> of the company Seven Sales Fair Incorporated. Okay. He's a, he is still a, he's a senior in high school, and he managed to secure a summer internship, and he just started, and he really wants to do well for this company. And he works directly under Richard Gere from Pretty Woman. I don't think we can get Richard in, Gere. In Chicago. <laughs> he, this is 2007. He hasn't done anything for a few years that's notable. <laughs> he's willing to be in this Disney Channel original movie. Well, he plays the regional manager of Seven Sales Fair <laughs> Incorporated. <laughs> and he's been told by his boss that he needs to innovate his park or he's going to lose his job. <laughs> he needs to come up with a new fair to test drive. 
they're going to start with a state fair, and then he'll make a park out of it so he can keep his job at seven. Okay, it's like a it's like a World's Fair situation. Yeah, I got you. And the president who told him he needs to do this, the president of the company, is Mickey Rooney. <laughs> Who plays Mr. Roy Roberts? He, and he, you know, he 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 remembers when his company used to be about fun and innovation, mm. and he's looking for a fresh new idea because the seven sales parks have been they've been drying up. Nobody seven sales instead of six slides. Yeah, seven sales. They've been drying up, and he doesn't know what to do about it. And then um, another thing to note is that. Um, we don't see them until the very end. We we have a few like phone calls with them, but Trip Kane, Kyle Kyle Massey's parents, okay, are not in the picture because they're they've flown across the country to do a business pitch in New York, okay, and because they lost their restaurant and they have no money, so right now he's being taken care of by his grandma and his parents, who we just see a few scenes in New York, are played by Rondell Sheridan <laughs> and Janet Hubert. Aunt Vivian and Mr. Baxter will be together. <laughs> it will be Kyle Massey's parents and Kiki Palmer's parents. Okay. All right, so you have all this, right? You yep. want the plot, the fair use? That was all the background. That was all just the background. <laughs> all right. The plot now. All right, hit me. Trip Kane, sophomore, spunky guy at this mm. high school, <laughs> and his freshman year sister, Julie, have... Mm-hmm. Just gone to the school after they went to a private art institute because their parents couldn't afford it anymore. They're going okay. to public school for the I first time. You. Trip Kane doesn't like playing by the rules. He he's kind of a cool bad boy, but he has a sensitive art side to him, and he has been building a comic universe. He writes a comic mm. under his under a pseudonym that is very popular in this universe. Of course, you want to know what the comic is. Yeah. It is actually called Hammer Smash. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. It's called Hammer Smash. It's just called The Hammer. And it's it's about a... Alright, it's, it's essentially Static Shock meets Generator Rex. This kid like okay. has a some sort of chemical or whatever allows this man to change his body into... Like a hammer or sword or whatever. And his first transformation was a hammer. So he's the hammer. And all the kids in school read read this comic instead of doing their work. But nobody knows it's him and he doesn't want anybody to know. Okay. The only person who knows is his best friend, Jimmy, Jamie Lynn Spears, Jen McDuffie. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get these names? Is there any meaning behind them? Yes. Um, Trip Kane is like Bob Kane. Yeah, I was going to say it's just Bob Kane, <laughs> yeah. but it's Trip. Uh, Jim McDuffie is like the creator of Static Shock. Oh, okay. Ian McDuffie. I got you. And Frank Oz, Principal <laughs> Stevens, <laughs> is enamored with Chip Kane. He his school has not been doing well with test scores. Mm-hmm. He knows this kid is very smart and popular, and a good reputation for the school. He used to go to this high end art institute in Beverly yeah. Hills. So now he's Principal Stevens once. Trip to like him no matter what. But then comes bad boy Shia LaBeouf Clark Jordan. Okay. <laughs> who used to be the top dog of the school. Clark Jordan, like half 
Superman have, have Green, Green Lantern? Lantern? Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're the creator of Batman <laughs> versus Superman and, and Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Nice. But he also is the creator of Static Shock on his side. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to let you know this movie is Big Fat Liar. Okay. Trip Kane ha- leaves his stuff. He gets in a fight with his sister. Mm. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go to to Jen's house for the night. I can't I can't be here right now. And Kiki Palmer goes, fine, just like go have fun with your girlfriend then. Mm. This gets the trip because he's never even thought of her as a potential girlfriend. He's like, we're just friends, mm-hmm. right? But he leaves all his stuff. And Kiki Palmer's like, oh, look at all this mess. And he, she like puts it in the trash can because she thinks it's trash. But oh. it's actually all this concept art and his uh, frames for his next comic book. Okay. She puts it on the front doorstep. That's when Shia LaBeouf is like plotting and walking down the street, walking back home. He's like, how am I going to get the regional manager Richard Gere... <laughs> to uh, promote me the full-time intern. He's not. He's, he's a part-time intern. But okay. he wants to be full-on this summer and come back for all the years in college. Okay. And he's like, he looks at the Tripp's house. He goes, oh, stupid Trip. I, I hate him. Uh, he walks up and kicks the trash can because he's like so mad at him. He's like, what, wait a second. What is this? The hammer. Concept <laughs> art. And a whole comic verse he was planning rolls out of the trash can. We see Shia LaBeouf's character smile, hold on to them, pan, next day. Richard Gere's office. He's like, huh, hmm, yes, huh. <laughs> he's laughing. We don't know what he's laughing at. He's like, I like this. I like this a lot. <laughs> and Richard Gere's like, this will be my next fair. Hammer Park. Hammer Park. Hammer Park. And okay. That's a state fair, hammer themed. It'll get all the kids to come week later it's on the news it's in the newspaper Trip Kane not not knowing where his stuff went he's been looking for it for this past week he goes to school and everybody is wearing hammer shirts and hammer fair and hammer park and he's like what is this the, is my this the is next my, day the next day oh this is a week later it takes, okay, it takes, okay. it's realistic it's realistic yeah <laughs> he's like what is going on and that's when random cameo um, Jason Dolly says come on Trip <laughs> you haven't heard the state fair is going to be hammer themed. They got the real creator to sign on for it. And Trip is like, oh, that's cool. But in his mind, he knows he's the original creator. <laughs> How did I, I didn't, don't remember agreeing to this. He goes. So is this like a webcomic that people know of? or uh, It's a physical comic. It's 2007. Webcomics were okay. not big yet. So he's actually like published. He's published. Okay. But nobody knows who. Only, and then Jamie Lynn Spears is like, whoa, Trip, you didn't tell me. And he's like, I didn't. Yeah. So then they make their way to Seven Sales Inc. Talk to Richard Gere. Richard Gere's like, hey, buddy, don't know what to tell you. You know, um, says, uh, give me back my rights or give me the money for using my my assets. And he's like, oh, sorry, buddy, but uh, I have my original concept art right here. And it's dated before your first comic was published. So I think you actually stole my character. Mm. That's not how copyright actually works. But womp, womp, womp. Anyways, they need an adult to help them. Parents are out of town. Jamie Lynn Spears comes from an abusive household. They can't relate to them. Frank Oz has needed to step up. All right. And Frank Oz plays Jamie Lynn's dad. And they get Mickey Rooney, the president, on their side. 
at the end, Mickey Rooney goes, how dare you steal from young innovators like Trip Kane. Trip, how about we go in the business together? They shake. Trip's parents come back from the business trip, and they're they're sad. They didn't make the money. They're like, we're going to be living on the street. Mm-hmm. And Trip says, no sweat, mom, pa. I got a deal. A deal of a lifetime. And that's when you realize that Seven Sales was actually Disney. And this was the Marvel buyout. Okay. That's the end. That's the end. Fair use. Fair use. <laughs> um, I like the title. Yes. Um, the names are... <laughs> they certainly are something. They certainly are something. Um, Do you like my cast? I did. I liked the cast quite a bit. Um, overall, that's a good movie. I'd watch it. I, I'm surprised it's not a decom already. Hey, call us up. Call us we'll up. Make it, Mickey Rooney. Give us the lowest budget you ever have for a decom. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We can get Frank Oz for anything. I don't think we can get Frank Oz. <laughs> what else is he doing? Star Wars. A uh, whole lot of that. The Muppets Office ripoff sitcom. <laughs> He's got Muppets. Okay. He plays Frank Oz in the Muppets. Does he still do Sesame Street? I don't think he ever did Sesame Street. Yeah, he was um, Bert. You're Bert. Okay. Um, okay, well, I think it's time to transition to my film. Transition music. That was transition music. Um, we'll get to my title. I have to set things up before oh, okay. we get there. Okay, I like your different approach. Um, so... Um, I chose a year first and then went from there. Hmm. I chose the year 2000. Okay. It's the year when Disney Channel released a movie every month. Hmm. So in this fictional universe, this was released in the 13th month um, that was slotted in between June and July. Say there's another uh, month there. That's where this would have come out. Um, It stars Ryan Merriman, who was also in Smart House and Luck of the Irish and another swimming movie no one remembers. Uh, he also makes a cameo in the movie 42 opposite Chadwick Boseman as member of the baseball team who doesn't think Jackie Robinson is good, even though he is. Wow. Yeah. It's beautiful. Ryan Merriman. Uh, he's the main character. We'll get into uh, actual character stuff later. I just got to give you the ground. Right, right, of course. Um, the uh, female lead is Christy Carlson Romano, the mm. voice of Kim Possible, and uh, Ren Stevens from Even Stevens. Wow, okay. Yeah, okay. I think that fits for around that's 2000. Fits. That fits. Um, so I looked up all 12 movies that came out that year and categorized them mm. into basic themes to know what kind of movie I needed to make. So of these movies, we have one superhero movie, one horse girl movie, three sport movies, one inspirational movie, two horror thriller movies, three fantastical comedies, and one Christmas movie. Oh. So I looked at all of those, and I noticed there was a distinct lack of, like, pure high school drama. So this one's going to be set in high school. Okay, okay. Because of these movies, looking at it, like, three of them, you get glimpses of high school. One of them middle school. Um, there's not a lot of school scenes in these movies. Mm. Um, so... I'm going to mix a few of these genres that I just um, figured out. Uh, Ryan Merriman plays the son of an astronaut. Oh. Um, his character's name is uh, Roy Marengo. We'll get into that name in a second. 
Uh, Christy Carlson Romano plays a horse girl who specializes in uh, horse jumping. It's a, um, are there specializations to horse? Yeah, oh. there's like the, the hurdle things. I looked all of this up and I couldn't find what it's called, so I went with horse jumping. I know like that's like a thing, but like you specifically only like jump hurdles with the horses. You don't do like the whole obstacle course. No. Uh, okay. I don't know. Uh, it's horse jumping. Uh, her name is a uh, Cassiopeia Lantern. Cassie for short. Cassiopeia, so, like the Greek. Like, no, 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 no. You'll get it. Okay. So, Marengo, Roy's last name, is the name of Napoleon's horse. Oh, no. <laughs> and Cassiopeia is a constellation. So, there's a little bit of connection between the two before we get anything. Also, the name of the movie is One Giant Leap. I hate it. Do you get I, it? Yes. Yeah, you, no, I don't. Can you actually explain that to me? Because the horse jumps and, and astronauts... <laughs> He's going to find himself not in the stars, but on the earth that they blanket. No, that would be too easy. <clears throat> so the plot revolves around Roy mostly being dad, being dad, no, being mad that his father is stationed on a space station for a long time. Oh, um, he's on the ISS? It, it's perhaps the same one as from Xenon. I'm not sure if it's in the same universe or not. Uh, we'll have okay, to contact okay, okay. Uh, the people. Um, it's also about his... Budding potential relationship with Cassie? Ooh. Ooh. But we'll get there. That's never going to happen. Um, Roy starts off as a relatively normal high school kid. Um, he's not too popular, but he's not like the typical loser either. Okay. Um, he is bullied a bit about his dad's profession, and people assume he's a huge nerd. But well, he is... He is bullied... Yes, because his, his dad's... dad being an astronaut. Because his dad's never around. They're really mean bullies. Um, <clears throat> and people assume he's a huge nerd, but he actually is not that smart. But obviously, his dad had to be to be an astronaut. Uh, his grades are only okay, um, but he is quite well off uh, because of his dad's, his, his dad's, dad's an astronaut. <laughs> so they obviously have quite a bit of money. Um, he has a girlfriend named uh, Laura. At the beginning of the film, yeah, yeah. He, oh. already, he already is in a relationship with a girl named Laura, who is named after the author of Sea Biscuit. I hate this. Which the book. Of Seabiscuit came out in 1999, so this is probable. <laughs> it's very probable. So Seabiscuit was so popular that in the writing pitches, yeah, they said, "I think we should name this character." Well, and remember, after. in this universe, there are 13 months, so there's a little bit of extra time there. Okay, but you said you would actually be yeah. on the seventh month if you're in between June and yes, July. Yes, but there's 13 months in the year, so it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. The author of Sea Biscuit. Okay. Her name is Laura. Okay. Um, she's played by a very young Ariana Grande. No. I, <laughs> no. Is she old enough to do that? No, no, she isn't. But in this universe, she is. No, she's not. She would have been like five or six. Look, I'm going to be honest. I didn't choose an actress. You can't. You can't think of an actress like from around that period of not time. One. That would. What about the the girl from what's that one where they have go karts? And she, like, climbs rocks. Kirsten Stewart? Yeah, 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 Kirsten Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Stewart from, Who cares? From Twilight. Yeah, we'll go with her. She's okay. also too young. Way too young. Um, it's someone. It doesn't matter. Um, so Laura is not the best person. But Roy has um, a pretty common fear of, of being alone. He doesn't want to be alone. Because high school's about to end. This is their senior year. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and he just doesn't know what he's going to do with his life. And, like, he feels kind of safe. But Laura's pretty bad to him, and she's a pretty bad person in general. Um, so, by complete chance, Roy and Cassie don't really know each other. Having chance. Yeah. Um, they end up having to work together on a physics project that's worth 50% of their grade. Physics? You know what also requires physics? Astronauts. Horses. Wait for oh. it. Please, just, just wait okay, for I'm it. Okay, I'm So, um... Cassie assumes that Roy will be able to do most of the work because he's got to have the astronaut gene. Um, and she's happy about that because she's got to practice for the big horse event. I don't know what horse events are called. Uh, rodeo? Rodeo? The big horse thing. International horse championships. The pan-global horse race. Oh, oh, the PGH or yeah, the PGHR. She's got to prepare for the PGHR. Um, if you hear water in the background, that's not real. That's Disney. You're the one thinking <laughs> it's it. It's Disney calling us. All right, that's enough. So, um, where was I? So they've got to do this little project. Uh, Roy tries to work on it, but he just really isn't that smart of a guy. And that <laughs> he's makes, not a smart guy. He's not a smart guy. Do 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 do. Um, Cassie becomes worried and a little angry with him. Like, oh, I thought you were supposed to be a smart guy. He's like, I'm tired of people. And No, I'm my own human being. That's my dad's dream, not mine. And we get a little, ah, in the score. Uh, exactly like that. Specifically played on a MIDI um, djembe pitched somehow. Don't ask. Okay. Um, so... Cassie ends up having to do most of the work and also starts to teach Roy mm. a little bit of physics using her knowledge of horse jumping. But, but horse jumping and rockets, those aren't the same those thing. Those aren't the same thing. Horses aren't rocket science. No, they're physics. They're physics. So, <clears throat> uh, where where was I? Uh, so they're working. Um, their interactions begin... Uh, to become a little romantically charged. Maybe their like, hands touch a bit. Ooh. It's like, ooh. But Roy is too afraid to break up with Laura. Yeah, because, I mean, <clears throat> Laura could kill him. Yeah, because Laura's pretty mean. Um, so a bunch of stuff happens. Maybe some things. They get a little angry with each other. Um, so the finale involves Roy wanting to go to the big horse event. But it's at the same time as... A, just a volleyball game. Laura's volleyball game. It's not even uh, an important okay, volleyball okay, game. Okay, it's just okay. a normal one. It's just a normal one. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't want to tell either one of that's happening. So he tries to think of a way to get out of both, but, but also go smart. to both. He's not smart. But he's trying his best. This is the most physics he's done. He thinks of... How does physics help in this situation? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so basically, he ends up in a room with both of them. Hmm. Right? Yes, yes. And they both are like, oh, let's go. And he's like, oh, uh. He does that. Newsflash on the TV. The space station is crashing. No. Yeah. So his dad has to lead an emergency landing to Earth on a shuttlecraft. Right? Oh, no. So it's going good. down. That's bad. That's bad. But here's what happens. No, don't. Here's what happens. Stop. <laughs> Laura tells him to get over it and go to <laughs> Laura tells him to get over and to go to her game because that's what's important. This is international news. It's like all over. She the doesn't care. This is a volleyball game. Okay. They're playing. They're playing. Um, 
East, East. They're playing East, East West Town. town. East town. <laughs> their East biggest West rival. Town. Their, their biggest rival. rival. Their Northwest Town. Yeah. So, um, he tells Laura to get away. They're done. And uh, Cassie overhears this because they walk sort of out of the room. Oh, yeah, you're right. And she's like, so they they see that like the ship's gonna crash somewhere out in the woods nearby. That's not good. That's not good, right? <laughs> He's crashing the water. No, 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 no. It's good woods. It's oh, good it's crashing good. woods. Wait, is it like a big lake maybe you can land in? So we hear something like that. Okay. We hear the music swell, and all Roy says is, I have to get there. Cassie says, I know a way. They get on her horse. <laughs> they they, they pan out. You think they're getting on a horse, but they actually just call a cab. No, it's in the <laughs> woods. They have to take a horse. <laughs> but wait. There's some falling trees. There's falling trees. So they have to jump over them, right? And they get there. Everyone lives happily ever after. Nope. Uh, It's a really good crash. (laughs) Well, he's injured, but he lives. And they're like, oh, awesome. He has an aneurysm and bleeds out on the table and dies. Um, There is an epilogue um, that shows that um, even though Cassie missed that event... Because she helped out Roy, because she's a good friend. Mm, yeah. Um, she did go on to become a professional horse jumper. She gave up her world competition, not her game to East West Town. Exactly. Um, she becomes a world championship horse rider, and uh, Roy becomes a stay-at-home dad who leeches off of his trust fund and Cassie's money for the rest of his life. This is a, this is groundbreaking. It is groundbreaking. It's a role reversal. We need it. Uh, and Laura becomes, uh, you ever heard the song Skater Boy? Yeah. It becomes like the girl in that. Uh, but. She said, see you later, boy. But he didn't amount to anything. Like. Well, he, no, he amount. he was a stay-at-home dad. That's a worthy profession. Okay. I, it is, but like, it's not like a world famous profession. Like his. Well, he's a world famous dad. I for, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> He's, he, he's he, a reality he, he show star to Dad Weekly. <laughs> he's a reality show star on World's Most Famous Dad. That's his show. That's the movie. Uh, again, it's called One Giant Leap. In case you didn't catch it, what do you think? I think we did the wrap of this episode because we are over an hour recording. That doesn't sound right. This is the longest age cast episode of. That's all part time. of the soft reboot. This is a soft reboot special episode. Um, so yeah, please Can tweet we read us. some mail. There's, this is not okay. Let's read some mail. It's not the CU podcast. So, uh, we don't have any mail. We're gonna read some mail. So first nope. question okay. is: um, Do you want to create a professional sound? He's reading podcast? the back of the box oh, of YouTube his video. mic. Okay, let's actually wrap this up. Okay. Please uh, support us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/hcast. Um, you can get special things. We. I don't know. We we can post things early. We post things early. Not this, because we haven't posted in forever. But We'll post early. We'll give you a special shout-out. Um, TJ will do weekly writings. Um, that might not happen. And perhaps we'll do, a, uh, we'll do a Google Hangout. It'll just be us, but that's okay. Uh, support us on Patreon. Like us on whatever streaming service you're listening to us on. Write us a review on iTunes. That helps a lot. Download us. Yeah, make sure you're downloading us from the streaming service, too. That bumps our numbers. Recommend us to your friends. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and Facebook. For Facebook Live special episodes. Yes, as well as Tumblr. Yes, please we have follow a Tumblr. us on Tumblr. Um, we hope you have enjoyed listening to this. I know there's not much to do, but you can listen to us. 
Um, this is the longest episode of Agecast ever. We don't apologize. I think that's all we have don't to we, say. Don't we say something? Yeah, we do say something. It's been a while. Okay, well then I'll lead it. Okay. I've been Cody. And I've been TJ. And thanks for listening. Through the Ages. Through the ages.